This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. Three hours in one room? <laughs> I'm green with envy. My name is Alex Orvolpes. I use they, Z, fox, void pronouns, and this is Stride with Pride. Hello and welcome back to Stride with Pride. I hope you've had a fantastic however long it's been since you listened to the last episode. This week we have two wonderful guests back on our show because uh, we were just, you know, having a, a, a chat after the show last time and turns out we're all Arrow. Um, so we're all here to talk about that today. So why don't you introduce yourselves with your name, your pronouns and where you fit on the Arrow spectrum. Hi, I'm Joey. It's really nice to be back. Uh, I use any pronouns, but I like they, he, and I am demisexual and demiromantic, or demian. Hi, I'm Percy. I go by he, they, and I'm grey romantic. Cool. So um, why don't we start by just like talking a bit about like how we realised or like, you know, came to realise that we are on the Aris spectrum. I definitely realized I was demisexual um, around the start of like puberty in high school because I'd always sort of like had very rare crushes or when I did it was super duper intense like um, my first ever crush I had on a boy for six years and I didn't like anyone else you know and I always kind of thought that it was like I don't know like I don't want to say weird you know because now I know it wasn't weird but at the time I definitely did feel weird you know and I didn't really understand why I wasn't getting like a bunch of different crushes like all my peers were and stuff but then I uh when I started high school I started becoming more aware of like things within the community and I found a bunch of labels and initially I um I didn't identify as demiromantic initially you know like and I don't think most people through their LGBT journey, do start with a label and then finish with the same label. Um, and if they do, it's super rare because <laughs> <laughs> the the journey that you go through when you're discovering yourself is like so weird and takes so much time. But um, uh, initially, I identified as um, panromantic, asexual, and um, eventually, you know, I just figured that wasn't really what I was, you know, because I was 14 when I, I thought that. And, you know, you go, you go through changes, obviously, throughout puberty and throughout your life. And for the most part, um, I was like, huh, I don't feel like my peers do. They would talk about celebrity crushes and they would talk about, um, you know, people that they uh, really, like, like people they didn't know that they wanted to date, you know, people that they've seen around school that they thought were cute. And I could see aesthetically why someone was cute, but I could never see myself dating someone that I didn't know. And when I did, again, feel crushes, it was really intense and it was only for very few people. And so, to be really honest with you, I kind of thought that there was something wrong with me, (laughs) which is really sad, of course, you know. Um, But when you don't fit in with your peers, especially when you're a teenager and all you want to do is fit in with your peers, you know, like that seems like the most important thing to you. Because if you don't fit in, then like, who are you really? When you feel like that, it, it becomes really like damaging and you can't figure out your identity because you're just trying so hard to be something you might not be at all. So um, I figured I wasn't really interested in um, like a lot of the things that my peers were. And eventually uh, I found the label Demi Romantic through just like, you know, being uh, active online and seeing a lot of things from the queer community, seeing different posts and different um, 
ways that people identify and I found Demi Romantic and I went whoa this is me like I I know this is me like I finally get it you know like I, I finally have something that I feel like I can identify with that I didn't have before and so I, I sort of figured it out throughout puberty you know like like just not feeling the same way the people around me felt I didn't really figure out um that I was like on the ace spectrum for like a long time I think I think I always knew and then I never really could think of the actual label for it because I think I grew up always surrounded by like I think it like the, in primary school when everyone was developing like crushes and stuff and I just thought everyone was like really chill like, <laughs> I was just like oh you were all friends and then like you know growing up and everyone's like oh I like fancy so and so and I'd be like why <laughs> <laughs> you don't know them dude um and then of course like hits intermediate and then of course like the whole like Valentine's Day thing kicks in and that's when everyone has to do that um and I never really got it and then I, of course high school hit and I would have like a lot like some of my closest friends they would be having partners like on and off or they'd be like always developing like feelings for someone mm, yeah. someone that they didn't know and I never got that at all like mm. I I'd be like oh cool but I always had the fantasy of falling in love yeah, with somebody yeah. <laughs> um I also was like the fantasy nerd so I would always like read stories and yeah. books and I was like oh I want that but I don't get those feelings and then of course my friends be like, oh, I met someone, or like, oh, like I've got a new partner. I'd be like, that's really cool. Like, how long have you known them, or how long have you been going out? And I'd be like, oh, like I know them for like a few days. And I'd be like, <laughs> one, are you gonna get murdered? Or two, how you don't know them? And I never really got that. Mm. But again, I always still wanted the to like have the whole feelings thing yeah. Yeah. until I like um been uh, fell kind of in love with not really love, but it was close. Mm. enough to um with one of my f really good friends yeah. and I went oh this is what it is um and then of course like as friendships evolve they found their partner I'm very happy for them we're still really close Aww. and it was fine but then I never had that feeling again so I thought it was one-off there's something and then of course the whole like there's something wrong with there's me because yeah. I yeah. still daydream I still fan like I want to find fall in love and I want to have the feelings but I could never figure out that like, the only times, and it was very, very rare. I think I can count, like, uh, maybe, like, I've had developed feelings to someone or even, like, a crush maybe, like, three times in my entire life. And all of them have been on someone that I've known for either a while or I know them very deeply, even if it was, like, a... And then maybe, like, for, like, a few months, like, maybe, like, six months, I think, the, sh like, yeah, the shortest yeah. one was. But I knew them and we talked all the time. I knew them so deeply that it felt like it was longer. But I could never do the whole, like, fleeting things or, like... Again, then, like, you know, you graduate high school, you go to university. And then, of course, because I was growing up always so busy with work. Like, since I was a kid, I was working to pay the bills for my family and stuff. So, or, and then I was also at um, school. So I never got the other part of it where you did the whole, like, you kind of make, make mistakes. And I never got that. But the only time I ever had those feelings was also for someone that I knew for a long, long time. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, like, even now, like, I was like, until I figured out what it was, I was like, why is everyone around me developing these feelings so easily? Um, is there something wrong with me? Yeah. And then it literally was being like, I'm um, going like online more and being exposed to things and being like, oh, so there is a label for it, which is kind of good, but also very confusing because I kind of wish I got was exposed to that like a while earlier. It you would know? have saved you a lot of heartbreak. 
Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I am the definition of like the gay that falls in love with their best friend. <laughs> oh my god, dude. Like I've never fallen in love, but man, every time I'm like, oh, you're a great friend. And my brain was like, oh, you know. I'll get pretty close, buddy. <laughs> you know those feelings that you never, ever, ever get? You're going to have them. And, and I'm going to be like, oh, great. Now what do I do with them? What is this? <laughs> it's really interesting to hear because. I, I've already kind of talked about my like experience on the show before, but like for me growing up, I was just like, I was just interested in relationships in general. And I think that is what carried me into thinking I was, you know, aloe for ages. Like, cause I didn't realize until literally last year that I was like, oh yeah, no, I, I don't. Um, <laughs> um, feel these things. Um, because like all of the time I would be like, yeah, I want to be in a relationship. So let's like, like someone is expressing interest. Yeah, let's, let's do it. And like, you know, I would be like, feel like a friendship closeness with someone and like they might want to like do something because gay and relationships, you're just like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just do it. Gay people either don't get together ever, 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 or they get together after a week. It was like a few days, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> but like, but then it lasted like a week because then I just wasn't interested after because yeah, I didn't yeah. know them. And also I suck at like keeping, like maintaining online relationships and stuff. And like Love if that. I don't see a person, I'm like, I don't know. You're the person I'm going to, how are you doing? <laughs> yeah. people, people so quickly, like, you're like, I'm not. <laughs> yeah, no. And, but then like also like I've had like some long relationships, but also like that I've realized might just be like alterous attraction, which is, you know, not romantic and not platonic like it's somewhere in between but it's just like a really close intimate connection that it's not romantic but I was labeling it as romantic because I was really interested in just relation like romantic relationships as a concept and just assumed that I felt that too and like that um the things I like when I wanted to do stuff it would like and was like oh well this is what happens in relationships. I wanted that and wasn't just like being like, oh, well, this is what people do. <laughs> it sounds like you wanted it to be romantic because that's what like you, ex like the expectation that you had given yourself based on just like media and everything around you. Like, it sounds like you wanted it to be romantic, but obviously th because that wasn't how it was, you tried to force it into that label anyway. I mean, sort of, but it was also like, I just assumed it to be, I was like, oh, well, I feel like these like, feelings for people so this is what romantic attraction must be it turns out no that's just you know being really good friends with someone or like wanting someone to romantically like you and that's not the same as romantic attraction <laughs> cool so uh the next question i'll pose um is how does a metanormativity affect you um and for those who don't know a metanormativity is um the assumption that Everyone wants, desires, craves um, a romantic relationship with one person. So, like, a monogamous romantic relationship. It, it goes forever and you want to get married and all of that kind of stuff, basically. How does this assumption of society that everyone assumes that you want these things, how does that affect you? Okay, well, um, definitely, for one, it's really, really difficult when all your friends around you want, like, a certain idea of a relationship, and they and they talk about, you know, when they want to get married when they're older and, and, and things like that. And I've always been, like, a really huge romantic, like, <laughs> and, 
ironically <laughs> yeah. uh, like I've loved the idea of like getting married and like having a special person like like I am monogamous so I can't say that the assumption of monogamy has ever affected me but with you know obviously the assumption of like how romance works is definitely made it difficult for me to figure out where I am um especially growing up you know like I know when um I would for example, uh, for example, when um, my parents thought I was cis and straight, <laughs> I would meet a boy uh, in some form, you know, like just like, uh, you know, childhood friends, even boys from primary school, boys from intermediate. And my parents would immediately think, oh, you're in, you're going to date this boy. You're going to be with this boy. I know that I had a childhood friend who was a boy who was the little brother of one of my really close friends. Um, and he was like really close in age to us. Like it was only like a year age gap. And so my parents were convinced that I was going to marry him when I was older (laughs) and uh yeah not not fun and I like I love my parents you know and it it was never really my mom who pushed that on me it was more my dad (laughs) um but (laughs) sorry dad (laughs) um but um you know that never really stuck with me because I never felt things for these people you know like I I kind of wanted to because I wanted to fit in the like box that my parents had shaped for me but I I tried to and it didn't work and um, I remember one time I like went to uh, EB Games with some friends, and this guy came up to me and asked me out for coffee. And and um and I'm gonna be honest, I'm also really oblivious. So I said I'd already gotten Starbucks that day. Sorry, because I thought he was just I don't know I don't know. Percy just like <laughs> <laughs> giving me a look. I'm sorry. <laughs> so I, I'm just like I don't know, man. I, I struggle to pick up on cues of like romance. Um, unless someone is very straightforward about it. Percy, stop nodding behind. <laughs> and so it wasn't until my friends that I was with was like he was asking you out that I went oh and it's sort of this assumption that I should know I guess as mm. well because obviously with how I feel like I only very specifically feel romantic feelings um it's often that people will think that I'm being romantic and I don't realize that that comes across that mm. way like <clears throat> another friend uh said I'm sorry I'm gonna tell some stories here they're really funny um like another friend said I have feelings for you and I said good feelings like I <laughs> I got worried I was like are you mad at me and, and it's just stuff like that with the assumption that I should know and I just didn't know you know like I didn't understand that that was sort of like like a general like you should already know that and, and it was hard for me to understand that um and part of that could also be that I'm neurodivergent so it could be that could be an aspect of it and so it definitely affected me in my relationships with other people because they had expectations of me that I didn't realize were even there until mm. they expressed them verbally and I went oh my gosh I'm so sorry like I didn't know and and um oh right the boy that asked me out for coffee I told my mom about it and she said well why don't you go out with him and I went I don't even know him you know and yeah. sh- and she um my mom isn't you know on the airmanship spectrum and so she didn't understand that but she was very she was lovely she was like oh okay well you don't want to go out it's fine uh, that wasn't the problem the problem was she thought that I should because he had asked me out and because I should have given it a chance or something but it's not how like my way of romance works that just doesn't make sense to me. yeah like, you don't know them I don't know them. yeah stranger. and I, for a lot of people that is how it works you know people will really? go up, yeah a lot of people like you hear and meet cutes and everything you know they like ask you out for coffee they don't even know you understand. dating apps too so yeah I, I never un- yeah. I've tried dating apps and I never understood no. them because I would see people and think oh they're like cute but I don't know them like I couldn't be with someone that I don't know I couldn't yeah. pursue a relationship I couldn't pursue a relationship romantic or sexual with someone that I didn't know 
Like yeah. I, I, I didn't, I, I didn't know anything about them, and I couldn't be attracted to someone that I didn't know at all. Yeah, <clears throat> I mean, I'd see them and be like, I mean, they have lots of information on their profile. They seem like a cool person to yeah. talk to. Yeah, I would actually... like to be friends. Yeah. yeah, I love making friends. I'm yeah. a very like like sociable person, but I, I when it came to romance, it was just something I like was so lost no. on. <laughs> Um, for me, I guess it was also the the problem was I was I had to go for example like a childhood best friend that I am still friends with now. Um, and he was a guy, and of course, being raised as like a as a um as a woman, it was a bit bit difficult because I also had the whole like my mother was very like animate on like oh you're you're smiling and you're laughing as like a kid with yeah. another kid because like we would just we were laughing but it's because one of us probably shoved the other one um <laughs> as kids do yeah you know maybe that's where my like love language is just like pure violence um <laughs> so with the expectation of like because my mother was always so happy and as a kid you want to people please so i would feed into that because i'm like oh no like you must like this like thing where like the feelings i'm having for him which would just childhood friend feelings mm. um they must be romantic and i have to follow along with that so therefore that kind of bled into any like friendships i had and if anyone had a positive kind of thing on and be like oh you must like lie them i'm like oh yeah i must because yeah. that's what everyone like, expects of me because yeah. like growing up you get the whole oh if you have any kind of good relationship with someone it was always like oh you, like do you like them especially yeah. if they're the opposite like quote unquote gender. Yes. <laughs> yes. And like primary school, the heteronormativity plays into it so oh much. God, and they're like yeah. they'll be like, oh yeah, like oh like you go home like, oh I made a friend. Oh and God, the moment yeah. for me it was they were like whoever whatever like whoever I was with, whatever adult, they were like, oh like who who is it? And I'd say like a guy's name and they'd be like, Oh, so is your boyfriend? Oh, and I'm immediately. like No. And then of course like my friends, I'd like because I got along a lot with people because I like even since I was young I was quite social with people it was always the oh like do you like them though like or like we're like oh I'm gonna go hang out with so-and-so and be like oh is it a day and I'd be like no people would like get together in primary school and I'm like sorry yeah like, I never understood it like okay like you know when like you're young and you're in primary school so you get like married I was the person that married two people and I yeah. never got it <laughs> Or like polyamory. <laughs> <laughs> or I literally I would be I would be like be like, oh like someone would be like like in primary school like, Oh, like like do you wanna be like my girlfriend? And I'd be like, Alright and then someone else would be like, Do you want to be girlfriend? And then like my so called like wife or whatever would be like, No, like she's mine and I'd be like I have two hands. <laughs> I, I'd be like, you can be too. And they'd be like, no, you can't do that. You're only can be one person. And they're like, <laughs> like what's the, what? <laughs> Why not? What? <laughs> what is this? Yeah. I have two hands and I have two sandwiches. <laughs> do you want one or not? Do you okay. want to share lunch or not? Like, Fine, I'll have it by myself. And then, of course, like, you know, as you get older and stuff. And then, of course, because I, I grew up was like kind of like the people pleaser. So along, I always make sure, like, the bad part of me is like, you, people have to like me. But then, so I would always make sure, like, every, like, and so what I was thinking was I'm always being polite and being nice and stuff. And, of course, like, I, like, if anyone wants, like, extra attention, I'm always down for that. Like, that's fine. But I never realized I, the re like, I was having no romantic feelings, right? And I saw that as I'm giving my mate love when whatever, like, if it's, like, you want to hug, hold hands, you want to talk, you want to have you, like, you know, the, like, the late night 3 a.m. talks? Yes. I think we're getting along so well. Yeah, we've been pals. Turns out that is, and, like, the kind of, like, what society expects, that can mean something else. 
That's so like. Um, and so of course I had like, a big problem is like I, I still have it to this day, which sucks. Um, a lot of what I think, oh, oh yeah, we're really good friends. Um, turns out like where I thought we were like friends, they were on like they're completely like, oh no, the reason why I'm giving them attention and being nice to them and all this stuff that is like um romantic yeah. so i like i've lost a lot of friendships to oh, that no. or like i would be like to my um so like one of my friends could like develop feelings which happens and in my brain i'm like is it because i'm not gonna have that but we can talk about it and we can see you see your boundaries if mm. we need like a break from a friendship or anything or what can i do to make you more comfortable because i don't yeah. reciprocate that for me i thought that's like a healthy thing right you yeah. communicate right mm. always communicating what i found in like the whole like what is so called like this is what society expects you can't do that like you that's like a normal thing like you have to either reciprocate the feelings or it's done yeah and i'm like no because i never like picked up on the cues like yeah i always like tell like my friends because i'm like dude they were like hitting on you like hard out like hard out hard out or like they were interested or they asked you to go out for something that was a date and i'm like no, when I tell you, like, you have to grab me by my shoulders and shake me or be so blunt and honest with me and yeah. literally, like, tell me in de- like straight out in detail that these are romantic feelings, I'm not going to get it because I'm going to be like, oh, yeah. my mate. No, yeah, no, this is my bro. My <laughs> yeah. But, like, it's, like, you're me- apparently, like, I never got, like, you're meant to know. And it's probably, like, how I'm, the, like, neurodivergent part of my brain. But it's also, like, I wasn't, like, kind of... I never grew up with the whole, like, oh, like, this means this feelings is as you, like, mm. kind of, like... Oh, these are romantic feelings like this means this for romantic i never got that because i never like i just don't feel that and if i do it's gonna hit me like a whirlwind <laughs> and yeah. it's very rare yeah yeah like the worst part definitely is like when you end up losing friendships over it because you haven't noticed it like I, I had a i had one friend that was really interested in me and i at this point still didn't really know that i was doing romantic and so i sort of thought that i should be interested in them um and so i was sort of like you know like talking to them and like trying to be this thing and then finally they asked me out and i was like i'm sorry i just like i don't i don't know and they got really upset with me <laughs> and it's and i ended up losing a friend over that and it really sucked um because when you just like you just can't do it like you want to you like it's some sometimes i've been in relationships where i really did force myself to try and feel something when i didn't because i wanted to so badly um, because I thought I should like this person. I should, but I don't. Like, I, I dated a girl for, like, three days. <laughs> because um, I thought I should like her, but yeah. I just, I you know, I didn't really like her the way she wanted me to like her, mm. of course. And and it makes you feel really guilty because you feel like, like, why don't I? Like, like what what am I doing wrong? But in the end, you just, that's just who you are. You know, you can't do yeah. anything about it. Yeah, especially how, like, you see, like, because we're always, like, you're surrounded by the whole, like, oh, like, people who, like, like my, some, a lot of my good friends, they, like, they can catch feelings so easy, but it's, and it's such a, like, a beautiful thing to witness, and sometimes we're like, well, why can't I do that in the same way yeah. they do? Like, why do I have to have, like, like, know them and have to, like, have this, like, kind of, like, established thing with them beforehand? Why can't I just be like, oh, like, yeah, and I've developed feelings for somebody, and it just be that easy. Yeah, I mean, feelings aren't easy, from what I've learned. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and from what I witnessed, they're not that easy. But like to be able to like not have not like have to worry about like oh, especially because like for me, a lot of times I won't realize I have feelings until like the person has been like oh, or someone else has been like, mm. no, those are feelings, and I'm yeah. like, 
like I'm very thankful that I have friends where I can like explain like I have a couple of good, really good friends or like that I can just be like personal with them and be like something like this and this and this what is this and they can they know me to be ever like dude those are feelings or yeah. whatever yeah. or like no those just- are called emotions <laughs> <laughs> like no, dude no like a lot of times we're like is this like romantic or was this just something they're saying and a lot of times like no that was romantic I'm like oh I knew it <laughs> But, like, yeah, sometimes I'm like, oh, it would be, like, sometimes I'm like, oh, it would be nice to just be able to, like, not have that whole, like, yeah. literally having to be told about my own feelings. Yeah. But also <laughs> have to be, like, outwards, like, just tell me. Just, like, it's, yeah. just, you have to tell me, otherwise I'm not going to pick up on it. Or if mm. I do, I'm going to be like, eh, it, that can't, it can't be. <laughs> yeah. That's not what I'm feeling, so it can't be what you're feeling. Yeah. Um, but also I think it's kind of, like, it, even though it's, like, not like what well, I guess the society says you kind of have to be. It's kind of nice because at least like I know that I'm gonna at least know the person, um, like and have that kind of established like trust with them. Yeah, but I don't know. I think I wouldn't. Have, I I don't think my, I know like mentally I probably couldn't. <laughs> I couldn't like take the whole like no oh, yeah I like someone and then next week I'm like oh, I like someone I'm like man I can't even I can't <laughs> even it's so stressful do you know how long it took to like learn my co-worker's name <laughs> I, I see like hundreds of people like a night and a day and I can't like it, my, if I oh, I couldn't do it <laughs> so for this week's creator spotlight I'm gonna get my one of my guests to give a creator that they like and spotlight them so take it away um, a creator I want to kind of like spotlight is, um, he goes by Jay, um, he's on TikTok, um, Instagram, and I think he just started on YouTube as well recently, uh, by Jay Page Official, he is a really good, um, what do you call it, like, kind of like influencer, he, um, and a musician, yeah, um, he is also recent, I think in a few days, or I think a few days, he's releasing one of, um, He's calling it kind of like it's a song about like kind of like trans experience and he's a really good influencer because he like um, shows the experience of um, um, trans um, people and what they have to go through but also like if they have any questions about the experience but also like he helps spotlight um, different like groups you can go to um, all through Europe but also he's starting to go through New Zealand. And Australia as well, which is really great. So he's helping with that, and he's really good. He also does um, songs. Um, He's releasing a new um, song, I think, in a few days, hopefully, Um, if his label lets him. (laughs) Kind of, but he's like the people have kind of nicknamed it like the kind of mini like trans anthem because you know it's kind of like what you go through experiencing like as well as he also talks about like going through love as well and how when finding yourself and how you kind of it also like. For a lot of people, I think once you find your identity, you also start to kind of find out, like, romantic sides of it. And he also highlights that. And he's, like, pretty good with that with comes for, like, young people, but also kind of, like, older as well. So he's pretty chill. Awesome. Well, I hope y'all listening had a good time listening. Um, but uh, jokes. There's actually two parts uh, to this uh, episode or episodes, uh, plural, because um, we like talking a lot and we have a lot to say. So we love to do it. <laughs> it's talking. We it is it happens. Um, <laughs> so um, well, I will see y'all next week, and you will hear my guests again next week for the second part of this little arrow chat, and then I will have six 
episodes about being aromantic. Well, actually, maybe seven because I did one called Questioning Crisis when I first thought I might be arrow. Um, so there's so many. And there will keep being more because I'm arrow and I'm going to make it everyone's problem. Um, <laughs> you made it my problem. Look where I am. <laughs> but I hope you have an amazing day, afternoon or evening. Whenever you're listening to this, don't forget to drink some water, have a snack, take a nap, take your meds. Don't forget to spread your joy and I will see you all next time. Bye. Thanks for listening to this Free FM podcast. If you want to hear more content like this, you can support Free FM via Patreon. Head to patreon.com/freefm89 to find out more.